There's this, um, any you guys ever watch uh, Freeform? Used to be ABC Family. Good luck going on ABC Family and finding a functioning family. Because it just doesn't exist on ABC Family. And, and, and good luck going there and, and finding anything on there uh, that, that's really honoring, honoring your parents. Good luck talking with reading in Teen Vogue in the history of Because Jesus said, out of the overflow of the heart, right? That's what comes 
towards him that probably reflects a need for a change of heart. And so that's how you can get an idea of how to do it in this whole thing when it comes to honoring your parents. But so the first thing you dig in is, now we have to engage for what honor is. Who needs to be honored in the family unit? Here's what I would say. It's really important to recognize this piece. Who needs to be honored in your family? Everybody. Everybody. Let me say something really controversial. A father and a mother is the ideal family. Father and mother raising a child is the ideal family unit. Did I come from it? No, my parents were divorced, but I stepdad. Um, I had divorced grandparents. I mean, this is all terrible. And, uh, and, and did I turn out to be the worst thing ever? Not the worst thing ever. It doesn't mean that good things can't come from, from other situations, but, but when you read through Scripture, it's really clear that God says, man, the way that I designed it to be best is a father and a mother raising children. And, and so that is... You know, we all pick up where we are, and, and we and we serve, and we do the best that we can. But but when Scripture lays it out, that's what we're talking about. And you don't need to know that's true because I talk to a whole lot of single moms that say, like, oh, I make my wife sick all the time when I'm dragging her. She says, I could really use some help around here. And that's true. Like, you, you can use some help. In fact, you can use a, a mom. And that doesn't mean go out and marry some dead piece. But, but the idea is that, that when God talks about the very best for the family, that's, that's the picture that he's painting. And so if you're going to point your future family to something greater and better, point them to something like that. And it's controversial because, not because, because a lot of us have, have you know, made mistakes when our parents did things in the past that they wouldn't be proud of, right? And none of those kind of things. And there are certain situations where, you know, people have just done egregious things and had to get out, right? Like, all that is so incredibly true. But, but that's not the scary part to me because I'm full of sin. So, I'm, you know, that, that's, that's just that's part of it. But the scary part to me is the conversation that, that is going towards, you know, we don't need a people to get there. And, and, and we can, you know, having a family is whatever you want it to be. It looks like however you want it. It can be two dads. It can be two moms. It can be, you know, you, know, you never even have to know the, the guy. You know, you just need all you just need is, is, you know, you don't need any of that kind of thing, right? You don't need the dad involved in any capacity, right? Those are the kind of things, just starting from that, that's the thing that challenges me. It's where the conversation is when it comes to that, and it just flies in the face of everything that Scripture says about the family and the And so, if we're looking at the very best thing, that's where we're going to start. And the first thing's first, and this is true where you're divorced or married, whether you know the other spouse, and I don't know if anybody here has that story, but whether you know the other one or anything like that, honor in the family first has to be there among parents. So mom and dad have to honor one another. And whether you're divorced and whether you're married or any of those different situations, honor has to be given there because that's what kids want. And so, you know, mom nagging and browbeating with a life-crushing lady and all those terrible things, right? And dad is, is just hateful and lazy and absent. What your kids learn from that is, it's okay to be like this. It's okay to treat a spouse like this. And it's okay to treat a parent like this. It's okay to do all that because that's what my parents do. And, and the idea of the scripture is first, man, parents have to honor one another. I'll tell you, my, my parents were, you know, my parents got divorced when I was young. 
he said he gave me this guide to know, you know, how to be a great husband for a long time. And then, and what was interesting that the guys telling the story is that, you know, one of his grandsons, the grandson was there, but just got married two months before. And if you don't think that seeing his grandfather honor his grandmother and, and the way that he talks about her isn't going to affect the way that he is a husband to his own wife, I mean, you'd be crazy not to think that that's going to affect his young marriage. And so when we begin to do those things,
of students over here, it's SA to the honorable. And the last way that you can be honorable, this is going to sound really profound, is just to be honorable yourself. When you're young, what does that look like? It just looks like obedience. When you get older, it looks a little different. Uh, I find this to be pretty interesting. Uh, if you're a teenager, if you've got teenagers or, 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 or adults who live like teenagers, uh -huh. read, uh, read this too, but this is pretty interesting. This is what the Bible says you can do with, for your kids, um, at least in the old covenant, right? You can do with them if they're bad. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 21. It says, if a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, and so, you know, many people, um, it says, it says, if he has stubborn or better son who will not obey the, the voice of his father, um, here's what they can do to him. Um, his father and mother shall take hold of him, and then all the men of the city shall stone him to death. How about that? Like, not honoring your father was a huge, huge. Not, it's not take all the men of the city and get stoned. Nothing, nothing good comes out of this thing. And so if you got teenagers, read them that passage. Alright? And, and, and you got or you got adults who act like teenagers, read them that. Or you got kids who, who won't get in line, read them that passage. Because man, that tells you how important God finds it to be that kids are honorable to their parents. Uh, before you're before you're an adult, uh, honor is obedience, and that's a big deal. When you become an adult, uh, it's sort of a little bit different, right? So, uh, when you become an adult, here's what it looks like. Um, and I, sorry, it's not. I'm just cutting off the ears. I wish I knew everything I'm going to say, but maybe not. Um, So, uh, so you talk about uh, scripture paints this really good picture of how incredibly important it is to honor your parents. And this has a lot of meaning for parents too. Because here's the idea. If you don't, or if you don't ask your children to honor you, here's what happens. Um, you guys ever heard them say, it's easy to grow weed, it's hard to grow hard? You guys ever heard that? There's this idea now that children know what's best for themselves. And so they will they will pick their gender all the things that are most important for them, and all you need to do is give them room to grow. But if you have a garden, and all you do is just give it room to grow, what happens? The good stuff gets choked out, and the bad stuff rises to the top. And if you are not asking or requiring you know, your children to be honorable in a way that is in a way that's honorable, if you're not pressing that into them, then the weeds grow. And that's, that's not love. In fact, the Bible says that's hate. You hate them if you, if you withhold uh, that kind of thing from them. And so absolutely, when, when the Bible talks about children honoring their parents, it's not to make a parent's life more manageable. It's because children need it. So I'll give this word to children with, with, with a word that sort of works for everyone. Um, uh, what do a lot of kids say? What do a lot of adults say about their parents when it comes to honor? They would say, it's hard for me to honor them because they don't get it. Uh, here's what, let me tell you a story about Jesus. When Jesus was a teenager, he was teaching in the temple. 
And so he's like a professor who knows more than all the professors when he was a teenager. And his parents one day can't find him, and they realize that he stayed back in the temple. And they go back there, and he's speaking so profoundly that nobody in the temple can really get what he's saying. It's like over their head. And they get back, and they're like, Jesus, we have to get back home. You got to cut the grass. And Jesus is like, well, you know, I mean, I'm doing something pretty important here. I mean, I'm here, and I'm teaching these people, you know, all about God. And they're like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You have to get on the cut grass. You got chores to do or whatever. And, and so Jesus is doing this incredibly huge thing, and, and he speaks to them. And Scripture actually says that his parents did not understand what he was saying. That, that sounds like, that sounds like, you know, much of my child. Uh, his parents not really getting what he was saying. Especially when it comes to you raising your own children, your parents don't really get what you're saying, a lot of the decisions that you make. And Jesus, just like that, his parents didn't get it. He was so much smarter than his parents. But yet, you know what it says that he did? It says he went home and he submitted to them. As said his mother treasured all these things in heart. Your parents won't have to get you, no matter who they are, no matter how old you are. Your parents don't have to get you for you to honor them. It's just not part of it. In the military, they say, uh, honor the uniform. You ever heard that? And so even if the person in the uniform is not very honorable, you just honor the uniform and the office and what it took to get you there. Now that's the idea. Honoring that part. So how do you honor your parents? Give them some grace. Extend some grace to them. Give some forgiveness to them. Maybe you've been withholding. Be honorable. Uh, I finish with this. This is pretty interesting. You know, we, we talk about God came to the earth, right? But, you know, and, and God did become man. But before God became man, you know, God became a, a little girl. <laughs> and, and he was a baby. And, and, and if I am God and I'm coming back to the earth, I think I'm not coming as a baby. But that seems miserable. You know, I'm going to come as a little older person or something, at least, you know, old enough to be able to make my own decisions. But he comes as a baby. Just believe that there's something to that. Scripture says we have a high priest who can sympathize with what we're going through. And Jesus came and he and he was a perfect God. You imagine trying to live as a sinless person with, with terrible parents? Try to live as a sinless person. You know, I mean, I mean that's gotta be hard to deal with your parents when you are totally without sin. And here they are trying to tell you what to do. It's perfect. I mean, that's incredibly challenging. And Jesus just perfect. Everything you did to do up to this point, be perfect. And I just think it's so incredible, incredible. And here's what it says to me. If you've got parents who are really hard to honor, or you have a spouse, ex, who's really hard to honor, and you know these are the things you've got to do, and you go, I just can't get there. And that's just beyond I would say, yes, it is. It is beyond you. Totally beyond It takes something beyond what you can do. It takes the same thing that gave Jesus the power to do that really challenging thing. It takes the Spirit of God changing you and molding you and giving you the strength and giving you the power to do those things. And as you yield yourself to that Spirit, you change the course of Maybe your marriage, 
You are paying, and I, I need forgiveness before I can extend it. 